Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Oh, my word. Ah. Morning, folks. Morning. I'm Black Dragon, and welcome to another edition of Black Dragon Biker News Network. Biker News you can trust. And as always, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in from wherever it is in the world that you happen to be. Uh, man, it's uh, it's 10 o'clock in the world that I'm from, but it's only 9 o'clock here, man. So uh, forgive me. I just woke up. We're out in, at my friend's farm here in uh, Pensacola, Florida, uh, here in the Dragon Wagon. Uh, man, I'm on the road, been on the road for the last several days, bro. And, uh, uh, I'm just out here. <laughs> this is, this is the nomad life, bro. I'm just, uh, chilling, man. Good morning, everyone. I see everyone on here. Mike Ball, Trevor, Drake. Uh, and folks, uh, it's good to see you all. If this is your first time tuning in, we're Black Dragon Biker News Network, Black Dragon Biker TV, Biker News You Can Trust. And as always, I'd like to thank you for tuning in from wherever it is in the world you happen to be. Uh, forgive me, we're not in the studio this morning. Uh, we're just kind of out here. Uh, and I guess we'll get back to Atlanta one day. <laughs> Uh, so I don't have all my stuff, all my cut-ins and stuff, all my, I don't have nothing. I don't even have my microphone. Uh, I had expected to be back home uh, last night, and uh, my club brother, old school, starts crying. You always say you're going to come see me and, and come bring the RV down to my farm and you never come and we can't go shooting and you can't shoot your you can't shoot my my machine guns or nothing you, you can't we can't do nothing because you won't come down nah and you're just gonna pass the farm up on your way home so i said well okay so here we are and it's not like i really have <laughs> uh done any homework or anything for you guys like this is this is sad <laughs> this is sad but um it's happy but the national biker roundup 45th one went off uh and it was absolutely overwhelming i mean overwhelming uh the love and support Black Dragon Biker TV got, man. 
if we didn't know that we were doing our business back then, we know now, uh, because the love and support you guys gave us, holy moly, I didn't know it was going to be like that, man. I just didn't know. What's up, Chucky, out there in South Africa? Good to see you. I just didn't know that that it was going to be a reception like that. I've never had like a, uh, uh, what do you call it, content creator meetup or something like that. Uh, I didn't even think you people wanted to see me. <laughs> uh, but the the reception was so crazy. I, the reception was crazy in Tulsa too, but uh, it was overshadowed by the loss of our, our club brothers and sisters who, who died in a horrible collision. A wrong way driver took out our entire pack from the Louisiana chapter. So we went back to Louisiana yesterday or this weekend, actually started Tuesday. We went back to Louisiana to hang out with a chapter. I'm here to report that the Louisiana chapter is doing well and it is moving forward. We are all still hurting from the loss of our club members, but uh, club members, um, but um, we are, they, they are thriving. They, they're, they're surviving, they're thriving and they're moving forward. And I'm proud of that club there, man. I am so proud of that club. Is that a China cabinet behind you? LOL, who has a China cabinet in an RV? <laughs> I need my green screen. <laughs> Everyone, every RV has a China cabinet. They put China cabinets in RVs, club brother. What the? Really? And I'm supposed to have my nice China in there, by the way. But because I'm on the road... I just I replaced everything with plastic because the roads are so raggedy out here in America. They're raggedy. <laughs> uh, I think my ball was just in an interview. I think I saw that somewhere. Uh, maybe he forwarded that to me uh, a couple days ago. He was in a television interview. You guys may well know that Mike ball lost his leg. Uh, in a motorcycle wreck, uh, and it changed his whole life. Actually, he used to be a uh, a boat captain, I believe, uh, uh, on one of those. He did something in the oil industry where he had a, a a kind of a a boat or something, and they did something with oil where he'd be jumping over lines and stuff. You know, hey, like that is a tough job where you must be physically fit, period. Anyway, I don't even know if they got any fat one of those guys. Kind of like you never see a fat UPS guy or a fat DHL or you don't even see fat USPS guys or gals because they're humping. Anyway, uh, he had to change his whole career and his whole lifestyle. And uh, they just did a video of him. You guys got to check that out with him on his... Uh, Instagram page. I think that's where I saw it a few days ago. So you guys check that out. Um, what else we got here? Um, so I think this will allow me to share. So I've only got one screen. I don't have my all my screens that I'm used to having. I think 
I get one screen here, tanker rigging. There you go. Thank you, Frost, tanker rigging. So that is, that that's, that's a real business. Like, you got to be like football player shape, you know. I don't know if you get football player money. I don't think those guys are broke, but uh, I ain't doing it. And listen, I'm not doing no oil derricks or tanker rigging, okay? I was in the Navy. I know what line snapback is, all right? It's when a line breaks under heavy tension and snaps back, and you got to be standing at a 45-degree angle or a 90-degree angle off of a line. And the first time you slip up and stand directly behind it, and it snaps back, it takes your legs off or cuts you in half at the waist or some crazy S-H-I-T like that. Uh, so uh, those guys are the real thing, man. Uh, he says, I ran my own Marine patrolling operation on the waterfront, fueling ships that are coming and going from uh, LALB Harbor. Is that Los Angeles, Long Beach? had my own crew and uh uh yeah and you don't get to do that if you're not at 100 percent. although some of those old skeleton dudes are not at 100 percent, but they're used to it <laughs> so anyway um being hit by uh and i think in his case the driver may have been drunk or inattentive i hate that i can't remember things um, and, and having your life taken away by someone, your life as you know it, is a, a thing that PTSD survivors and stuff like that know about. And the, you know, life will throw you curves, curveballs. And it's really how you deal with those curveballs that will dictate the kind of life you'll live. We don't get the promise of finishing like we started. Something else I want to talk to you guys about this morning, and we're going to try to bring this in on the screen. I don't know if this this uh, program will share this without two or three screens, but we're going to try. Uh, and that's something that's going on with this whole biker um, road rage thing. What's wrong with you people? What's up, King James? What, what's wrong with you people? Do, do you really think you can battle with cars and win? Like, no, you can't. Stop it. I'm so sick of seeing you guys on the highway getting toe up from the flow up because you got pissed off. As I was on my... Uh, YouTube page today, uh, looking at my favorite uh, OnlyFans stripper, uh, Miss um, Reagan K herself. I scrolled upon um, the Soul on Iron uh, video where a guy. Um, decided that he would get into a road rage bat with a car. Can you guys see this? Does that work? Oh, no, that's not the guy. Uh, and so as he's doing the road rage bat with a truck, 
yeah, that's it right there. See if you guys can see that. He gets in a roadway spot. He's rolling back and forth with the truck. And all of a sudden, the truck knocks him off the motorcycle. You see that? You see that? Let's go back and look at it again. This was absolutely freaking crazy. I don't, hold on, hold on. I don't need the music. All right, here we go. Back and forth with the truck. He's going to pull in front of the truck and throw his brakes on. Are you crazy? And then the truck goes and knocks him off the road. Bro. Bro, are you are you affixed correctly up here? Man, you don't cut in front of the truck. Dude. What the hell is wrong with that guy? And he got just what he deserved. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. That worked out real well for you, didn't it? Didn't it, bro? I want you to see that he's... What's wrong with you? Ah. Can you guys see this? Bro. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. And they got this cool music like... Like he, uh, like he meant to do that. Like, all right. So let's talk about this. Let's 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 break this down. You guys are too mad out there. You really, you're really too mad. What's up, Great Two in Topeka, Kansas? Why are you guys mad like that? There, there's. Okay, I want you to do this. When you get on your motorcycle, chant this to thine own self. Um, 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 there are dumbasses on cars these days. Um, they will do everything in their power to kill me. Woosa, woosa, um, but it's okay because I'm still alive. Um, I'm not in jail. Um, I still got all my legs and feet and stuff. Um, and I ain't fixing to go to jail or get killed in a stupid car motorcycle fight. Um, ah. You can't be serious. You're going to pull in front of a car and put your brakes on. A truck. A three-quarter ton pickup truck. <laughs> and, slap, and what, dare him to run over you? And what if he does? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The entitlement here. The entitlement. Is that what's up with bikers? You've heard of white privilege? Is that what bikers have? Biker privilege? Is that is that we really think we're on one like that? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm watching this guy 
step on his brakes in front of a truck and dare the truck to knock his ass off the road, which is exactly what it did. You guys got to know that this is crazy talk. This is this is craziness. So I want you to approach your biker riding life with a little more peace. You know, a little more common damn sense. Um, add a little Ravi Shankar and increase an incense to your imagination, says SSW sewing machine. Uh, sewing. Yeah, SSW sewing. Custom sewing. Add some common sense as well. Uh, road rage on a bike is the absolute dumbest thing you can participate in. It, it doesn't turn out well. And everybody's so angry. And I know what makes you mad. Somebody threatens your life when they do something stupid in a car, they, they threaten your life. Absolutely. And, and, and you want to respond with great anger and anticipation, like, but you have to hold that in this story. In this story here, uh, now let's see, how can I make that work with just one screen? Yeah, I think, okay. So I'm not looking at you guys anymore. I'm looking at this screen. Here, a biker and a driver altercation escalates into a shooting. So you're telling me that in this case, the back and forth between the cars, the driver doesn't get to knock the guy off the bike, but they do both get to pull over, pull guns out, and start shooting at one another. What the hell is wrong with you guys? You don't have nothing to live for? You you don't have no peace in your life? You need an RV and a motorcycle. Oh, wait, you got a motorcycle. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, because motorcycles and recreational vehicles, four-wheelers, boats, airplanes... Give me a peace of mind and satisfaction upon which to go about my life. Chilling like a villain. I ain't mad at you. I ain't fixing to get into it with you. I ain't fixing to be yelling with you, screaming with you, wrestling with your ass. None of that. I ain't fixing to play with you like that, man. The hell's wrong with you? I got something to live for. I got people, family members. I got folks who love me to live for. In this instance, this was crazy. Uh, let's see here. 
A run-in between a motorcyclist and an SUV driver. <laughs> Here we are, another motorcyclist. And you guys always want to take on a truck. Like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? <laughs> quickly escalated. A motorcyclist and an SUV driver altercation quickly escalated into a shooting Tuesday night in Rapid City. Police are investigating. But as of the post of this story, there were no, thank God, of injuries from the shooting. Amen. The incident started around 8 p.m. as an altercation between the two people on the 700 block of South Street, according to witnesses. At one point, police said the biker pulled a handgun and shot at the SUV and then fled the scene. Because y'all don't be thinking. The thinking process is G-O-W-N gone. I don't know what the hell's wrong with y'all. Uh, they they got all kind of stories here about dumbass bikers. I, I don't know what'd be wrong with y'all, man. It is it's crazy. So in the biker verse, let us let us step forward on a mission of peace. What I say to you, I say with love. Let's be peaceful and live a long existence. So now you pulled out a gun because you wasn't thinking and you shot up at the guy and almost killed him. And now it hits you. Oh, I could go to jail for the rest of my life. And now you want to run out of there and hide. And I promise you, they're going to go to every camera. Okay, in three minutes, he could have gotten here. In eight minutes, he could have gotten here. And nine minutes he could have got to here, and 13 minutes he got to here. And they're going to look at every camera and find you fleeing the scene and take down your license plate and put your ass in jail. You know, when I was a young man in San Diego, California in 1995, I got my concealed carry permit, which is almost unbelievable for San Diego, California. And when I had this concealed carry permit, I became like Superman. And I started carrying my gun everywhere. And every time I had an altercation with someone in the car or whatever, I found my hand on the butt of my gun. And even I found myself pulling it out and holding it beneath the window sill so that I could get it up there, man. And after about three or four months of this, even though I had a concealed carry permit, I put that gun up. I must have put it up for about nine months because I realized I did not have the maturity to carry it. I did not possess the turbidity, the peace of mind. Uh, I didn't think, I don't know if I used turbidity right. Uh, I didn't, I probably didn't use that one right, but I didn't have the peace of mind. Uh, I didn't have the uh, internal fortitude. I didn't have the patience. I didn't, I was immature. I didn't have the maturity to carry that weapon. I found myself going into more trouble than avoiding it. I found myself 
being more um, uh, aggressive than passive. I found myself wanting to win every argument, wanting to show the other guy who the hell I was and who the hell do you think you're talking to? To the point of convincing my own self that everything that I was doing was righteous. And that, my friends, that was stupid and could have gotten me uh, put in jail. Oh, it looks like I didn't change the title of this. Uh, wow, I didn't change the title of this. So I uh, went live without changing the title of this. Of this, uh, forgive me for that, guys. I'll go back and change the title when I uh, when I edit this. But in any event, um, it, it it took me a long time. And I was a young man in my twenties. It took me a long time before I let myself carry a gun again, because you had to realize, you have to realize that when they give you that concealed carry permit, they're sticking on you. You're more likely to go to jail than not if you get into an altercation. Because they're, they're sticking on you. You're supposed to have the same knowledge and patience and all of that stuff as a cop. You should be trained more not to use your gun than ever to use it. And that is the part I think people don't understand. And they will bust your ass wide open. If you if if carrying a gun makes you feel like you're Superman, and being on a motorcycle makes you feel like you're so entitled, then don't ride the motorcycle. A lot of times when you guys put colors on, out pops Superman. It's like you were Clark Kent, bro. And now you're Superman. And that don't even that don't even make no damn sense. All of a sudden you become like invincible. Uh, Brutus is out there chasing chickens. Oh man, somebody invites you to their farm and your dog doesn't know how to behave. I tell you. Uh, but anyway, don't pose or constitute a threat. Fly under the radar. Be a part of your environment. Work in your environment. Be a part of it. Don't work against it. That's what I'm saying. Mike Ball calls them Superman capes. Uh, Kelly in Canada calls it patchitis. Uh, it is, um, it is, it is this thing that happens in young men too, and men in general, where you gotta um, testosterone up, testosterone up on everything, and that is just absolute silliness. Goose says this is why we can't have nice things, Dragon. We don't know how to act with them. Um, so I want you guys to think about that. 
uh, as 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 you're moving and matriculating, bro, you don't want the smoke. Even if you were right, and you shot at that guy in that SUV, and you and you were 100% right, and you missed him, and you shot a kid that was riding her bicycle, and she was 12 years old, and now she's paralyzed for the rest of her life. Bro, you can't take the smoke of the BS you created. Smokey, you don't want that lawsuit. You don't want to jeopardize everything you work for. You don't want them coming and getting a piece of your house your part of your cigarette boat, some of your fishing equipment, your gun collection, anything of value you have, your big nice fishing boat, your your airplane, some of your four wheelers and stuff, your gold ingots that you have stashed away in your safe to deposit box. You don't want to have to turn loose of that stuff. The hundreds of thousands of dollars in lawyer fees for nothing. You don't want them coming and hauling your RV off, the big big truck that comes, picks up the RV and takes it. Bye-bye. This used to be yours. Do you? Harley House says, be nice until it's time not to be. They, but Harley House, they don't know when the time is. They don't know when it's not time to be nice. They want to ride down the street and fight. They want to fight with trucks. Slow them down until they get knocked off their motorcycles. What matter of What manner of nonsense is this? This is, and then he wants to get up shooting. Not, not in this particular instance, but someone like that wants to get up shooting. Like, you don't even know what part you had to play in this. Okay, he cut you off. It was stupid. He was reading memoirs of a biker gigolo while driving, and he cut you off. Get over it. Yeah, I almost died. Get over it. Get over it. Here it is. Get over it. Don't allow it to define you instantly because you didn't use your mind to think. And now you're in a situation where, bro, you're going to have to muster every penny you can pull out of the bank off your 401k out of your savings for your retirement to try to keep your ass out of jail. Three young rappers are recently gone. Now one of them made a live video saying I got all the smoke. Yeah, I bet he does. So I wanted you guys to think about that as my uh, inspiration for you today to tell you guys, cut it out, cut it out, bro. Just stop it, quit it. Uh, uh, I had another story for you, let's see if I can share this one, yeah. 
So, you know, I like Australia. Uh, Australia bikies, man. They're the coolest dudes in the world. If I could come back, I think I want to come back as an Australian bikie boss. Because, like, they got American bikie bosses just looking bad. These guys, they got Ferraris. They got, they got the bling. Okay, they're taking the crime wave to the next level. I want to be just like them. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it big. Here we have this guy. We featured him in a story. They came to his house last week to issue him, uh, I think, a warrant or something. He comes to the door in his robe. It was one of those nice robes like that come out of a, a nice fancy hotel. You don't even have to steal those robes. They give them to you when you like get the hotel. Like, oh, did you take your bathrobe with you? Why well, I didn't want to steal it. Oh, no, we give those away. You, you, dude, you were paying a thousand dollars a night here, or six thousand. So yeah, you get the. So they say that he ditched that drab robe, which I thought was nice, to get a. Uh, okay, so bath robe, bikey, common chero boss ditches drab dressing gown made famous during a cop visit for a flat eight hundred and sixty-seven dollar Versace number. And his wife wears $55 Winnie the Pooh PJs in matching colors. Now, you know you have taken the biker persona to the whole next level when they are looking at your fashions like the Kardashians. Like, are we really discussing what the bikey boss is wearing? <laughs> Bro! I I want to have a bikey Versace like the common hero boss over in Australia. We got, have we run out of things to talk about in the news industry? Like, but I, I think it's cool, though. I, I'm so... I think it's absolutely cool. I, I'm like so mad I'm not him. At least right now. I, mean, I don't want to be him later when he but goes. But he may never go to jail. He's like, he's got it together. His name is Alan Meehan, 35 years old. He is the new leader of Australia's most powerful bikey gang, bike gang. Former rebel turned commentary boss. You guys remember this guy? He went from one club to the other. Everybody was mad at him. Now he's the boss over there. He spent his entire adult life as a bikey. Two days later, police served him at his house in his bathrobe with a crime order. He came to the door all cool looking. He has now posted a new image in his brand new $867 Versace designer dressing gown. They don't have robes there, my friend. They wear, if, if it's going to be a Versace, it will be known as a dressing gown. 
of which I, I mean, I've never worn a dressing, a dressing gown. Have you? I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't afford a dressing ground, a dressing gown. I want a dressing gown. Don't you want a dressing gown? Hey, look, I know I have some rich viewers out there. Uh, 4XL, if you wouldn't mind sending me an $867 Versace designer dressing gown. Hey, comment, boss, if you're listening, hit a brother up. Send one over here. I promise I'll wear it. Dressing gown or not, an $867 Versace designer dressing gown, I'm down. I will wear it. Uh, and and I will wear it in honor of you. I, I need one. I've never had such a thing. I want one. Don't you? Don't you want one? I know I want one. I'd be pimping hard. I'm putting the cowboy hat with mine. Okay? And I want the slippers too. I bet they're like those Alibaba and 40 Thieves slippers that circle up at the toes. They go and they circle in a big circle. They're probably gold. They don't even touch the ground when you walk. And so that's what I want, man. But anyway, they're going to talk about his clothes. It's kind of funny to me that we're talking about this guy's clothes. But he posted a new designer gown, Versace, and his wife's PJs are in the bikey gang colors of red and gold. If you're going to do it, do it big. Mehem also posted a throwback photo of his childhood and humble beginnings to let you know I, I worked hard to get this Versace designer gown. Don't get me twisted, bro. Uh, start job, he wrote, many lessons learned. Life has been my greatest teacher. So uh, he showed off his designer, and here it is. Look at that, bro. Can y'all see that? Can y'all see that? That is a designer Versace gown. Here, let me just let it take up the whole phone so you guys can see it. Your bro's got the taste in robes and women. All right. He ain't messing around out here. This is how you're supposed to do it. And you can see that modern kitchen in the background. They ain't broke over there in the bikey world. I think that's what you need to take from that. New boss of the feared Comanchero bikey gang, Alan Meheen, poses in an $867 Versace bathrobe with wife Elise in her $55 Peter Alexander pajamas in their Yaren Bowl kitchen. Oh, they noticed the kitchen like I did. This is this ain't no grease monkey right here. All right? This guy ain't underneath motorcycles turning wrenches. This is a biker president. Uh, he was in this robe here earlier. I thought that was just a fine robe. In his... It was a show of authority by the state strike force Raptor, which proactively targets outlaw motorcycle gangs activity. 
just two days earlier, Meehan had announced his elevation to gang national president with an Instagram post showing a patch on his, which revealed his new title and caption, you can't see the eyes of the demon until him come a calling. Oh yeah, that's true. Puffing on a cigarette, Meehan stood in front of, on his veranda, reading the order which would allow the police to stop him from associating with other bikies in New South Wales or use phones or bank accounts not approved by the police and which included a firearms prohibition. They can do that? They can, they can do that? They can tell you that you can't use a bank account that we don't approve? And you can't talk to these people that we don't like? They can do that? Holy, who wants to live in a communist-ass place like that? Man, they could just come here to the farm and tell me I got to leave? You can't be friends with old school. Get off his farm right now. And oh, by the way, that bank account you were using to put gas in the dragon wagon? Yeah, we've frozen that. It's not an approved account, bro. Walk home. Man, man, they're taking that to the next level. And if you guys keep messing around in the United States, it's going to happen to us here. I'm telling you. All right. They went and served your man an order telling him who he could and could not associate with, what bank accounts he could use, and on and on. With his bare, heavily tattooed legs thrust into brown slippers. I like this guy. Slippers. And wearing a dark gray jumper beneath the shapeless gray road, the new commentary boss wasn't exactly the picture of sartorial elegance. No, but he is now. Look at that robe, man. There it is. And uh, there's his wife's Winnie the Pooh get up. In the wake of the visit, Meehan may have felt he needed to look the part for the big job ahead of him. He has taken a feared organization that is nevertheless facing major internal and external challenges. His immediate predecessor is in jail, charged with murder. And another one of the men who previously held his position was shot dead four years ago. It's tough out there in the big world. Meehan's ultimate boss, Mark Buttle, who was the club's self-declared commander of the world. Oh, wow. They got commanders of the world. I'm changing my next position in the Black Sabbath to commander of the world. I guess I'll need to get some world chapters. We'll work on that. Uh, but anyway, the self-declared commander of the world was on the run overseas until this week. Buttle is now under heavy protection and custody after being extradited from Turkey and flown to Victoria to face charges of allegedly smuggling $40 million worth of cocaine. This is... This is your boy, the bikey boss, on a yacht, it appears. Uh, he posted an Instagram of himself, photographed with his wife, Felice, on the left, and another woman commenting, commenting, what's life good for is you don't go through it as a man's man. What's life good for? I think it means, I think what this is really trying to say is, what's life good for if you don't go through it as a man's man. And a man's man 
will absolutely have two badass chicks, one under each arm with some beautiful cognac in one bottle and a $100,000 watch on your arm with a $100,000 necklace around your neck and some Versace clothes. Yes! Yes! Where's my applause button? Uh, am I, am I, am I that transparent? But he wants you to know he came from, you know, a very, uh, he came from a very humble beginnings. This is a picture of him with the small television set and that sort of thing. The new commentary bikey boss also posted his throwback photo of himself and two other children, possibly his siblings commenting on his humble beginnings and many lessons learned. So, hey, I'm true to this. I ain't new to this. He's trying to let you know. He said, humble beginnings, many lessons learned. Life has been my greatest teacher, along with some great people along with me with their love and loyal friendship. So there you have it. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, a video of them serving him the notice. You guys, we saw that last week where they walked up to his house. Uh, and had to uh, serve him the notice and all of that. So this is the Comanchero boss over there. Well, look at that, $100,000 or more uh, bling around him. Your boy is doing his thing big, big, big. If you're going to do it big, you're going to do it at all. Make it big, 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 big. Ah, oh, that was fun. That was a fun story. Um yeah, call me old-fashioned, but I'd rather use my fist or a knife before a gun. Are you guys still talking about that, old-fashioned? <laughs> uh, somebody said uh, Black Dragon would be like the biker Hugh Hefner with a robe. I would be. <laughs> They'd call me. They don't want to let me be in charge over there. I, I wouldn't even be about the business. <laughs> be like, hey, Dragon, can we get some business? Uh, no, I, I'm living a man's life. Okay. You see what I'm doing here? You guys, we're, let's get on the yacht. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, as somebody said in the dragon wagon would be changed to the <laughs> kitty cat wagon. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we know someone that wouldn't allow all this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'd be just like Hugh Hefner with my, my robe, man. Your boy is living the life out there. Oh, the only thing is they don't get to live it forever. Like, it's so short for those guys, so they got to go big. Uh, and uh, it uh, it's kind of funny, man. Uh, oh, I am good taking time to chill and watch Brother Black Dragon. It will be a good day, brother. Okay, my club brothers are talking to each other. Uh, you cannot ride with more than two bros and cuts in some places in uh, Australia. They had a major crackdown countrywide a while ago, naming the MCs as organized crime gangs. And uh, yeah, they those guys having a tough... I mean... You know, we're laughing and stuff, but that guy just really got served with a, a order telling him what bank accounts he could use and who he could who he could associate with and who he could talk to. And I mean, he really just got a major 
uh, life uh, changing kind of order served on him. And that's a that's a uh, that's a lot. Uh, if you think about it, that's a lot of governmental power that fortunately for us in the United States of America, we, we haven't seen anything like that yet. Uh, but I, it, it could come. Uh, so, yeah. You have to live large down there. Everything is trying to kill you. Absolutely. You, 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 uh, you got a lot of enemies, especially in, in his world. And, um, but, I mean, some people will trade to live like a king for a minute or two. What is that dog chasing? Man, uh, you come to a, a friend's farm and your dog is going haywire out there like he's never been out in the open before. Holy moly. I wonder what Braveheart would be doing. In any event, uh, and instead of Bunny's Black Dragon, <laughs> instead of Bunny's Black Dragon would be traveling with Dragon Nets! Oh, oh my God! Dragon Nets! <laughs> uh, back when I was younger, of course. Uh, those uh, <laughs> probably would have been the case. The Dragon Nets. Wow. Well, you just, you just don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You're trying to get me, trying to get me effed up. What the hell's wrong with you? Don't put those, don't put that in my mind. Dragonettes. <laughs> Woo. I need something to drink. Dragonettes. Oh, my God. With that money, I'd be like Mark Cuban when he got fined for cussing. And his reply was, add it to, add it, add to it, goes to charity. F it. <laughs> Make it bigger. I'm, I'm going to give it to charity anyway. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to charge me. Uh, that's a, a good name for Black Dragon's female groupies. I don't have groupies. Uh, you on a farm and the dog's having a blast. Yes, Deborah. He, I mean, that damn dog is running around like, like he's been freed from bondage. <laughs> Any news on Braveheart? No, I'm still looking for a little Braveheart, man. Um, I'm just trying to find him. So, so what I did was I designed flyers and I, uh, am now sending them to every, um, pet groomer and vet in Atlanta and perhaps through the state of Georgia with a $2,000 reward, somebody has got to take my dog to a groomer or a vet at some point and maybe I'll get him back that way. That's the next plan. But maybe I could offer an $867 Versace dressing gown. What do you think? Uh, so those are my two stories for this morning. Uh, sitting down here without any resources. I'm not in my studio. I've got my club brother talking about my china cabinet. 
I want to be a bikey boss, man. I, I'm just saying. Don't, if they invited me over there, you can come be a bikey boss, too. I'm going. I, I don't know about the rest of y'all. I'm heading over there to live my 15 minutes of fame, bro. And my Versace designer gowns. And I want, you know, I want the life. I want a yacht. I want to live a man's man life. Don't you? <laughs> I'm going to get some tattoos, too. Some on my neck. I think if you're a bikey boss without neck tattoos, you ain't, you ain't doing it. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was a national. Yes, I was, Frost. But, hey, if I had seen all that, I would have done it. Woo! You guys beware. If I if I make national again, if I ever go back and do that, boy, it might not be good. Yeah, but it would be fun. But I can promise you one thing I ain't doing. I ain't fixing to be shooting at nobody because they pissed me off driving down the highway and we're going to... I ain't cutting no RVs off in my bike, on my bike, and getting knocked off on the ground and scraped and scarred up because I couldn't contain my anger for 15 minutes because I got pissed off on the road. That's my biggest lesson I want to leave with you guys this morning. Don't be that guy. Don't don't be that guy. That is not the guy you want to be. Be somebody with some common damn sense and have a good time in life getting as many Versace designer gowns as you can possibly muster. That, my friends, that, my friends, is what this is all about. It's about having fun with your brothers. Uh, it's not about the power. It's not about the... And, and, and we, we get power from things like, you might not get to be a bikey boss, but for some of us, just the power of putting that patch on, just just the perceived power of all of a sudden I'm bigger than I was as an individual and now I got this patch on and I got to go and make the brothers look bad in every damn thing I do because I'm just such a jerk off. It is... Um, uh, it is... Um, uh, an interesting thing. Uh, and you guys are talking about nationals and national press like Bigfoot and you can live in a rental rolling in the bucks because television says MC bosses are rich. No, no, they're not all rich. I'm an MC boss that wasn't. I'm an MC boss that wasn't. And you know, what I liked about Bigfoot is um, when I interviewed him is that but he was real for his people. And that's who you want leading you. Uh, whether they're rich or not really isn't what the brotherhood should be about. Anyway, don't go into the wolf's den, says someone. In Elizabeth City, New York. Uh, they messed my ink up. 
I'm not. Oh, come on. We can't. Okay, I didn't. Well, I'm sorry that you had that uh, uh, problem. We don't want to talk negatively of a place that I've never been in. Uh, so, uh, but if that was your experience, I understand. Hey, thank you, Sharky Stunts, for that wonderful donation. Appreciate that, man. Um, I'm going to hijack my road captain's Harley and go for a ride. Have fun, club brother, and don't hurt yourself. Um, you guys have a great one today. I will be back tomorrow. I don't know where in the country I'll be. Uh, we're just uh, out here chilling. I'm with the father of the Black Sabbath Motorcycle Club Nation is with me. 74 years old and out with me for the past several days. Man, I'm one of the most blessed men in creation. Uh, the father started this club 52 years ago. And uh, the club is 50, 50 years old, but it it's officially 50 years old, but it really got started 52 years ago. And um, he is here with me, and it is an amazing world that I could have such an inspirational figure just hanging out with me uh, for these several days as we just ride around and do nothing uh, except go to Club Brothers' houses and, and hang out. And I don't know how long uh, we'll have him, but for as long as we do, we're going to honor him and, um, and spend as much time as we can just learning from him. Uh, he's just now coming back into the RV. Come say hello to the people. Hello, hello, my people. Love everybody. Glad to see everybody. Having a great time. It's incredible. You come such a long way. Yeah, this is uh, this is the father's uh, you know, his trinket. Don't think the commentators are the only folks that have trinkets. We got trinkets too. <laughs> we we have a few trinkets of our own. <laughs> uh, so uh, Goose says, honor and respect to the father. I feel honored that I got to ride and uh, break bread with you. I feel the same way. And uh, man, it's just, uh, it's amazing, man. Uh, it's it's just amazing to, to have him here. Uh, man, you guys just don't know. So we're just, we're just chilling. Yeah. Man. <laughs> we're just chilling out here. It's just chilling. Is old school even awake yet? I don't Man, what time is this down there? It's 12 o'clock. Oh, it's 11 their time. But these retired people. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Whoa, we just do it. Lord have mercy. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Black Dragon did, uh, somebody said something here. Uh, Mike Paul says, mad respect. Black Dragon, did the father or yourself find a good prospect to give the audiobook to? No, we haven't done. Oh, but I know the prospect, um, Papa Renegade. I know the prospect. We're going to give it to. Uh, he was underneath my RV working on it all night. So, uh, 
that'll be the guy that we give it to. Um, so thanks for reminding me. Salute to the real OGs. Where's his interview? Glad you still. Uh, we'll have an interview with him. Oh, yeah. uh, probably later today or, or tomorrow or something. Uh, Anger Boomer says, respect, father. Uh, take Thank care, you. Derek Warrington. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it, folks. 59 minutes right on the on the button, man. So uh, I don't have I can't play my commercials or anything like that. So get the book. We got the audio book. We are uh, uh, now out and our next book should be out by the, hopefully by the end of the month or early next month. Our book, my new book, The Social Club Bible. Uh, social clubs are a thing on the Black Biker set. Uh, and this will be the first book ever written uh, addressing the ladies on the motorcycle set, uh, most especially, uh, in this case, the African-American set. Social clubs are a phenomenon that the White Biker set has no idea about. But very unless it's a... Uh, a lot of white biker sets are now mixing and hanging out on black biker sets. And one of the first things they get to meet are black female social clubs. And uh, it is a whole new world. So we're, we're writing the social club Bible. That's our next book. And I, I think that's going to be a great book for the ladies, uh, explaining to them many things on how to matriculate into the biker sets, especially as black female social clubs are now starting to meet and merge and deal with uh, the white biker set that doesn't have that at all. So we'll be talking about uh, in that book how that merges as well as you start to interact with those sides, 1% side, 99% side, and dealing with a whole culture. Because these cultures are starting with these social medias and things, these cultures are starting to really mix. There's old school over there. Uh, it looks like he's getting ready to feed the chickens. So uh, they're starting to mix and we're starting to come together in ways that we never have. So these are fun books to write. And uh, and uh, I, I will tell you this. Uh, yes, Yvette, I hope you'll like it and many other women on the set. And I, I tell you, man, uh, I got so go watch my video I made last night. I am so inspired by meeting all these people on the biker set out there. And everybody, the love was so like, hey, keep doing what you're doing, Black Dragon. You're helping change lives. So we're just going to go harder and harder and harder and harder. Uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, Heather Moe says, what did Heather Moe say? Uh, got here and it's almost over. Ah, uh, What's up, Dragon? Sorry, I couldn't make the roundup. I really wanted to talk to you. Larry, we will have our chance uh, I think my next thing will be Wichita, Kansas, our Wichita chapter. I think that's our next party. Uh, and in probably a month or so, I can't remember exactly, but I'll still be rolling across the country doing big things. I might be on my motorcycle then, normally ride for that event, uh, but I can choose. So anyway, uh, I heard you. Uh, I heard you met my people big dogs. I did. I did get to meet your people. Man, I met so many folks. It was great. All right. That's my two cents. Love to hear your two cents in the comment section below an hour and three minutes. So I got to roll. Thanks for tuning in and get skinny. Thank you for everything. Um, and uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. We post content every single solitary day. If you're not getting our um, 
uh, alerts, just come look on the show. Tennis every morning uh, is our news channel, and then we're posting videos throughout the uh, throughout the day, little quick five minute news blurbs or fifteen or twenty minute MC protocol videos. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, it's just such a pleasure to see you all. I'm Black Dragon. I love you all. Thank you so much for supporting and, uh, my, my efforts and listening to an old man rant. Uh, we're getting ready to have some fun. Talk to you guys a little later. Bye-bye. Uh, how the hell do you turn this thing off? <laughs> I am not used to this uh, mobile setup here. This is crazy as hell. I think... I think this is the end stream button. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that works just like.